listening to An Inside Look with North America's Top 50 Site Consultants. How do I land a big deal in my community? What are location consultants really looking for? Join us as we pull back the curtain and look inside the secrets of site selection with your hosts, Tim Tarantine and Amanda Harrison. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to an inside look, North America's top 50 site consultants. I'm Amanda here with Tim, and we are excited to feature another top leader in the site consulting industry for you today. So Tim, give us an inside look at who you spoke with. Sure, I had a great time talking with Brad Griggs. He's a managing director at Newmark Grubb Knight & Frank. Brad brings a wealth of experience to the table He's been working with companies and the business incentives that are required to make a project happen. But more importantly, he's got a fresh perspective on what economic developers can do to help our industry grow and help win projects. He has proven uh, his worth as a site selector several times over securing significant returns on investments from many of his clients across North America. And prior to joining Newmark Grubb, he was a team leader at Ryan LLC in their New York office and, of course, did incentive negotiation and compliance work before that at Duff and Phelps. So I was really excited to talk to Brad. He brings a great perspective. I really enjoyed the conversation. And my hope is that our listening audience would gather some real insight on what we can do to not only win projects, but get better as an industry. So sit back, relax and enjoy the conversation with Brad. Brad, welcome to the call. We're so happy to have you, and congratulations on being named one of North America's top 50 site consultants. I want to start right at the beginning so that our listening audience gets to know who you are. Before we go too far, what are three things everyone should know about Brad? Well, first, I want to thank Consultants Connect for welcoming me in and having me as part of this elite group of site selectors. It's truly honored to be part of the group. Uh, a few things about me. I've got a uh, accounting background, uh, born and raised here in New York and have been in the business now for about eight years through a variety of different firms. And now I'm very happy to be here at Newmark Club Night Frank doing site selection, location strategy, and economic incentives for our geo group here. So what brought you to get into site selection? What was the spark that lit the fire for you? How did you get going? Well, I started out actually with an internship back at BDO Seedman in their state and local tax group and was put into the niche incentives group there and started doing economic incentives actually as an internship during college and worked on a global headquarters project for Arizona Ice-T. And that really was the spark that got it going here on Long Island. And after doing about two years in corporate tax, with BDO Seedman, decided that the economic incentives and site selection was where I wanted my career to go after getting that taste during uh, an internship during college. Sure. So through that time, eight years or more, you've been doing this particular work you're doing today. What do you think are the key issues for your clients today? And then what can economic developers actually do to kind of mitigate some of those issues? Sure. I think it's a comprehensive cost and qualitative analysis that a lot of clients now are a lot more analytical in their evaluation of communities. They really do multi-criteria analysis, both of things that have truly measurable aspects such as you know overall operating costs, taxes, labor analysis. But then on 
additional qualitative items and subjective items such as, you know, quality of life, schools, drive time, things that are everyday pieces of life to really evaluate from soup to nuts what their clients and what their suppliers and what their overall future business operations are going to need to evaluate a site. It's not as kind of cut and dry as it used to be when I first got into the business where it might just, you know, boil down to an incentives package or a preference of an executive team. It really now has become a true analytical model that most, if not all, clients are using to evaluate the future operations. So I've heard from you now and every other site selector I've talked to on these podcasts and in the top 50 have spoken to in some form or fashion the increased difficulty and complexity of every project. Knowing that things are complex, is there an inside secret or is there one of those qualitative, nuanced things about a community or a site or a project that you lean on when assessing a project? Something that you see that maybe not be in the, in the RFI, but people need to be aware that we're looking at. That's an interesting question because I do see that obviously being at a real estate firm, part of our site selection process always starts out with the critical factor of the site itself and its relation to a number of different factors, whether it's utility, whether it's drive time, as far as it relates to labor analytics. And I think that being able for communities to focus on their actual strengths as far as the labor market and being able to push their availability of certain established institutions or established labor components, that companies, therefore, have the comfortability to go into these sites and go into these areas where they may have entrenched sites or operations in other states or municipalities has been a strength and has been a factor that has drawn companies into areas that they may not have considered before is the strength of the labor pool and the ability for that community to provide future labor to help entrench that company into the area. Sure. So let me follow up with another question. The competition for projects is obviously very high today, and the competition to get your attention, right, is also high. So for a community with a limited budget, you and I both know all budgets are not created equal. Where should or what's the most effective marketing tools that economic developers should be investing in today? Where should they be making investments, particularly if my budget is not very big? Sure. I think that operations such as Consultants Connect have had, this is coming from not just myself, but other colleagues in the site selection community, the ability to get one-on-one in front of whether it is a site selection consultant or whether it's at an event like Cornet or an event where the top real estate operations or C-suite members are at those sort of conferences help educate whether it's the site selection consultant or whether it's the end user client that is looking to potentially move operations. It's those kind of events to educate on what your communities have and provide examples of what wins or what strength your community has. You know, most communities are all looking for the same type of industries, but as you said, not all communities are created equal to be able to win those type of projects. Understanding what your community brings to the table and can do the best for itself is key for a lot of communities in that they try and mark themselves in the industries that may not work well when analysis, when our due diligence process goes to work and therefore are wasting resources that could be better spent winning projects 
that can hit that sweet spot. And then once the momentum starts and wins start happening, that's when the process can be expanded and more wins from other industries that may not be at your core can occur. And so what we've seen is, you know, events like Consultants Connect, where a number of communities can all come in, meet with a large group of site collectors, or similarly, if that can be done with end user, whether it's a head of operations, head of real estate, head of finance, C-suite members, et cetera, to do similar events like that and get your message out there about what the strengths of your particular community are and understanding who you're competing against in those projects. Are there states or communities, Brad, who are effectively not only winning your attention, but keeping your attention through their marketing efforts? Sure. I think that, you know, certainly the state of Florida does a pretty excellent job with their Enterprise Florida team, previously with Grace Roop and now Bill Johnson. The ability for them to get out into the market, obviously they have a robust budget to be able to do that, but it allows them to you know, market to not only their wins and the strengths of their economic incentives and location strategy efforts, but also to get in front of end users, the site selection community to trumpet those victories and the momentum that comes from that. Choose New Jersey and the New Jersey Business Action Center and New Jersey EDA is another group that has seen a marketed increase in their visibility in the market. Certainly the Grow New Jersey program itself has allowed them to do that and has allowed them to have success and victories moving forward. So two questions left for you, Brad. First of all, what is one of the leadership lessons that you carry with you that you think we could all maybe learn from or a lesson that you pass on to others? I think as far as leadership goes, it's the ability to kind of take out and be just kind of a factual-based analytical consultant in that there are certain members of the site selection community that are out in the market quite a bit and may or may not lose touch with some of the analytics that go along with some of the decision-making process and the ability to kind of be a just straightforward numbers analysis and let the community speak for themselves and don't pander to or allow community influences beyond just what exactly that site or location can bring to the table for our clients is something I try to work through on every project with every client to let them understand exactly what is going to be brought to them and what may or may not actually come to fruition down the road. Sure. Final question here, and this is one we ask everybody. If you could tell a room full of economic developers, what one message would you give? To provide accurate and detailed responses that are customized to the actual request made, either whether it's an RFI, whether it's a direct client request, or whether it's actually during a meeting. Even if it's a tough answer or an answer that may not be pleasing to a particular client or a particular project, don't swap over it or provide just generalized, generic responses to RFIs. It becomes extremely difficult to Analyze your site if you're just basically taking the information that's already available on your website, pasting it into a PDF, and sending a generic, non-customized response for our client. I can tell you that it eliminates far more sites than it helps, and it just shows an overall lack of interest in potentially trying to win an opportunity. Communities that put forth these sort of generic responses, typically it's not met well by the client team. And there's a general disinterest that then follows 
especially when the consulting team and most project teams are going to read through a large-scale RFI response, and it's just 100 pages of generic, flattened, in pre-marketed material that isn't customized to this project, to that particular client. It's just a waste of everyone's time. Absolutely. Well, Brad, you've given us great insights here and helped us through, particularly with your last response. It's so critical, and I appreciate you being so open and honest with our listening audience. I appreciate and applaud you for the work you're doing. Obviously, we celebrate you being named in North America's top 50 site consultants. And of course, thank you for being a part of the podcast today. Well, thank you. And thanks, Consultants Connect, again, for the honor. And it was a privilege to speak with you and uh, look forward to future opportunities. Thank you for tuning in to North America's Top 50, produced by Consultant Connect, where we're working to bridge the gap between leading economic developers and location consultants. To learn more about what we do and how to get involved, please visit consultantconnect.com or tweet me at Ron Kitchens.